Nice. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is Thursday, July 9th. Can you believe it? 2020. And I am doing a two-hour show today, as I have been. And so that is cool. Appreciate you. Shout out to Mixer, Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, DLive for joining. And anybody who's listening on TalkStream, TalkStreamLive.com should be having my show. And I don't know if it's already streaming both hours or if it's just one still. But that is on the list to fix. And Twitch should be connecting soon if it has not already. I have quite an interesting... A little bit of white history. It is White History Month. Honor and love and respect to white people, right? It was such a beautiful call from that guy on the Jesse Lee Peterson show towards the end there. He noticed, yeah, you know what? Whites whites do get accused of racism willy-nilly and stuff like that. (laughs) Anyways, callers, hang tight. I will be getting to you. And Nick will be, you know, getting your uh, name and where you're calling from and your question or comment. Shortly, he will be there, so hang tight. We will get to you, all right? And you guys can call in, too, 888-775-3773. But in the meantime, let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la, la, la. What's up, guys? As you may have seen in the intro little slideshow that Joelle played for you while playing my beautiful intro song by uh, by uh, Trevor Wesley. Shout out to Trevor. Thank you, man. And um, I am on Twitch now. And no drops so far. How nice, right? Um, We showed two blacks and two whites. And one of those whites is a Democrat. Both of those blacks are Democrats, of course. And one white is a Republican. And two of those blacks are leading. And I just noticed this by, you know, researching for Hake News, which I read on the Jesse Lee Peterson show towards the end of the hours, that the two, these two black Democrats, one male, he's kind of fat, and one female, are in charge of the Homeland Security Committee. In Congress. Isn't that ridiculous? Does not make you feel very secure at home. And hang tight, callers. We will be getting to you. Appreciate it. Um, So do hold on. Yeah, it's crazy. One of them is Benny Johnson, who's from uh, Illinois or somewhere. I think I have it, actually. And the other one is from, uh, yeah, Illinois, I think. No, no, from Mississippi. The other one is from Illinois. Lauren Underwood, a female, a black female, in Congress. Doesn't make you feel like we have some very much homeland security, huh? And then there's this nice white man who is also on the homeland security committee. He's the ranking dissenting member, right? The Republican. His name is Mike Rogers. Nice white man. You see those pictures, Joab? There's Mike Rogers. You think he can stand up to Benny Johnson, who's the chair, and the vice chair, Lauren Underwood, a 
black female Democrat? I mean, maybe, but geez. And the reason that I came across these names is because this this Democrat, J.B. Pritzker, is active. Look at him. Jeez. He is the Democrat governor of Illinois. And he's complaining, oh, they're playing sick hunger games over here, making, you know, the federal government, meaning the Trump administration. He's blaming the Trump administration for so-called lack of leadership on the COVID thing. Oh, we don't know what to do. What a loser. Yeah. Anyways, he needs to get his own health in order, right? And then um, I also showed a picture of this blonde-haired or gray-haired white man, Cyrus Vance Jr., or something like that, I think, Jr. And he is the district attorney for New York City, and he is prosecuting Trump, trying to get his tax records and all this stuff. You know, the whole thing, I think it dates back to this thing where Trump, they're throwing around these rumors that Trump paid off porn porn stars or something. (laughs) He looks about as, hardly looks as as tough as Harvey Dent, yeah. (laughs) Harvey Dent being the guy who became Two-Face. He was a tough guy, prosecutor. Out of, uh, DA, yeah. District Attorney. Out of, uh... Gotham City, (laughs) which is a knockoff of New York City, I think. But the president, you know, the Supreme Court is ruling that they can get his tax records, or can they, and who knows, but it's so ridiculous. But, you know, with all this going on, and it is white history, and I will be getting to your calls. First, though, I want to talk about an interesting phenomenon, a series of isolated incidents throughout recent history, recent white history. Which, you know, blacks are in, you can't separate black people from white history, (laughs) or can you? But in America, you know, blacks are in America too. So I have a bunch of pictures, Joel, and some clips, a few clips, a bunch of pictures. And I'm going to go in reverse order of this, this phenomenon. And it, again, it's isolated incidents. It's not racially motivated, not always. But there are cases in which... Blacks set whites on fire. Black people have set white people on fire. And I thought I might just share some of these. Some of them are kind of shocking, right? In 2019 in February, for example, and I do have a clip on this. Actually, I have a silent clip. Um, There was a convenience store robbery slash arson. And... I have the silent clip. You know, it's not too graphic it, um, because it kind of freezes right before he actually sets these, young, these ladies on fire. This happened in Palestine, Texas. Palestine, Texas. Stuff happens in Palestine, Texas. Here he is. He has, he has, uh, he's spraying lighter fluid on these ladies who are bound and gagged or bound and uh, blindfolded with duct tape that he... You know, he robbed this convenience store, he's spraying it, and a black male suspect, Texas convenience store, he got hit with aggravated robbery and arson. 40-year-old Robert Thompson, 40 years old. Talk about immature, right? He doesn't dress like he's 40. (laughs) But uh, seen on security camera video, dousing two females, white female store clerk and a white female customer, Della Witt Denizeri, 
as they lay on the floor behind the counter. He then attempted to light the lighter fluid on the floor, but failed, and so he walked over to the customer, Della, to light her directly on fire before he left the scene. She was able to put out the flames after what seemed like several moments. And I'm not showing you guys the video because it's kind of, you know, graphic. We have YouTube, and YouTube likes to censor this stuff. And, you know, I can't blame them, right? Whatever. Um, but it was all over her head, upper body. It's crazy. For several moments, the victims were bound with, like I said, with duct tape. He got a f- it was a felony. He got life in prison for it as of February 2020. He got life in prison. A year later, he was arrested in February 2019. That's from KLTV, NBC, Dallas, Fort Worth, and Fox News. So, sourced, right? And, uh, oh, and I have, do you show the, have you shown the pictures? The picture from that? You can see, um, 20, it's marked 2019-02, February. Convenience store robbery arson. Yeah, there it is. Man who robbed Palestine convenience store and set the customer on fire gets life in prison. Look at that. He looks pretty rough. Crazy, huh? I just thought I would start to share some of these cases with you guys because, you know, we've seen cases in which blacks and others have liked to light things on fire. Including, you know, Antifa does that too, but blacks do too. You know, set cities on fire. Stores, police cars. In some cases, it looks professionally done. Well, they do it to people too sometimes. In fact, I, I heard a case over in Minneapolis where a person was trapped in the basement when, amongst these riots and got killed, according to the report from a young a rioter man over, who was white, in, um, over in Minneapolis. That was according to Michael Tracy. Well, according to an interview that Michael Tracy conducted. He was an independent, he's a liberal journalist, but he's a fair-minded for the most part, when it comes to reporting straight news stuff. Here's 2018 in uh, July. Lesbian lovers kill one of their babies. In Louisiana, there was a, an, a kidnapping and a murder of a baby. A 25-year-old black woman. Apparently a lesbian, I guess. Felicia Marie Nicole Smith. Kidnapped, quote-unquote. Her white girlfriend, Hannah Nicole Barker's white baby, Levi Cole Ellerby. And the father is still alive and somewhere, I believe, right? Six-month-old boy set him on fire, left him for dead on the train tracks to please her girlfriend, the mother, according to the report. The baby boy died. Both the mother and the mother's black girlfriend, white mother and the white mother's black lesbian girlfriend, apparently, faced charges as of March of 2020. These things, these cases take forever to go through, but this happened in 2018. Two years ago, the mother is accused of asking the black woman to burn her son to bones to hide the evidence. So evil white mother, right? And evil black mother, evil lesbians in this case. The Sun, that was from The Sun in 2020, Daily Wire in 2018, and ARC LA, Texas. Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, which is an outlet of 2018. Crazy, huh? It's 2016 in August. 
2016, 08, August, robbery murder of a neighbor. This one's sad. This one is actually innocent victim, right? I think. In Birmingham, Alabama. Old dude. Old white guy. And a young black male. Um, 18-year-old black male Thomas Sims allegedly stabbed and set 85-year-old white veteran Gene Emery Dacus, known affectionately as Mr. Gene, on fire in his backyard. His car had been stolen three weeks before. His pickup truck disappeared around the time of the killing. He was also robbed of his wallet. The victim's son, Gary, said that the suspect hit his father in the head, left the scene, and then returned and set him on fire to try to conceal the crime. Police found him burned in the back of his home after midnight. Witnesses told police they saw a fire in the backyard before seeing a man running down a nearby alley with a red gasoline jug. Police arrested Sims a short distance from the crime scene. Thomas Sims had been arrested just seven months before when he was in possession of a 2013 Toyota RAV, RAV4, I think, that had been stolen during a January 14th carjacking. Crazy. Wow, a violent... A carjacking is, is usually when the driver's in the car. Right? The vic- not just a stolen car. The, uh, victim in that case had been hit with a gun. Yep. Sources say Alabama teen indicted on murder charges after- Oh, the sources are from- Here's the headline. Alabama teen- (laughs) Usually means black. Indicted on murder charges after lighting Korean War veteran on fire. From American Military News. Teen invited in table- Fatal stabbing and burning of elderly Korean War veteran. From AL.com, March 2017, and August 2016. And I also got some pictures from Dignity Memorial. Yeah, it's crazy, man. How about this one? 2016, June. A funeral homeowner, and I have a clip of this one. This one has sound. But in Pittsburgh, PA, Pennsylvania, a murder. This guy, you know, whites are, are criticized as being too nice. And this guy might be a case of that. Niceness is, some some cases, weakness. And you don't want to do that. 83-year-old, loved by everybody, John Jack Connors. A trusting, independent funeral homeowner who let young guys stay with him. And he'd been kind of robbed blind over the months or years leading up to this. And I don't think this funeral home had electricity. That's how they had kerosene in the home. But he was found dead in a second-floor apartment by first responders after a 911 call of a man on fire. Allegedly by a man that they arrested, Jawad Ali, aged 24. And I have an update on this story. Um, Charged with homicide in connection with Connors' death, police said Ali, who told investigators he had been staying with the victim for about a week, beat Connors and set him on fire. And they say uh, that the man who arrested beat him, beat the 83-year-old man. And set him on fire. 24-year-old. And, um, let me play this clip for you. It's clip 12, Joel. Here's just a, you know, the neighbor talking about it and the little news report when this was an unsolved murder, but they, um, they show the suspect. And I have an update on this suspect, but first watch this. He was like a legend. He was part of Allentown. Allentown residents are remembering 83-year-old John Connors with flowers, candles, 
and American flags now lining the sidewalk leading to the place he called home. He gave so much to this community, to those that were unfortunate. Pittsburgh police arrested 24-year-old Jawad Ali after they say he killed Connors by beating him and setting him on fire on the second floor of his home. Investigators say two witnesses helped place Ali at the scene. When police questioned Ali, he told investigators he was staying with Connors for about a week. He also gave police several stories about what happened, telling them he went into Connors' room, saw him lying prone and on fire. Police then asked him why he smelled like kerosene. His response, kerosene fumes got on me. In another story, Ali allegedly told police Connors came at him with a screwdriver and he elbowed Connors in the face and then poured kerosene on Connors' body and lit him on fire. No one deserves to have this happen. Connors' niece told Channel 11 they believe police took advantage of his generosity. Neighbors say that's what they will remember, the kind heart he had. Keep him deep in, within our hearts. Crazy, huh? His kind heart. I think that got him killed. He left himself open to being taken advantage of by people and in, in, in this case killed. And I don't know if it was this man Jawad Ali because here's an update from 2017 September. Mount Oliver man found not guilty of fatally beating and burning the elderly man. And I think I included that in the in that big uh, splash screen of this story. Despite giving police three different stories and allegedly refusing to be recorded um, in interviews with the police, Jawad's black defense attorney, Randall McKinney, accused police of a forced false confession. Isn't that familiar, right? Tried to pin the crime on another man, Thomas Zurich, age 36, who testified for the prosecution. Zurich had allegedly had an argument with this 83-year-old man, Connors, a week and a half prior, and came as Connors was burning to help him cash a check. Ali told him that Connors was burning, which Jawad Ali, the black dude, told the Zurich guy. And then the lawyer goes, hey, maybe it was this other white man. Ali gave police three different stories about what happened in that day. And in this final version of events, he gave police details about the attack that only the killer could know, they say. First, Ali said that he awoke to smoke and found Connors on the floor on fire. Then he said a man arrived at the house at 6 a.m. with a gun and held Mr. Ali and Mr. Connors hostage. The attacker made biblical comments before forcing Ali to pour kerosene on Mr. Connors, lighting him on fire and fleeing. <laughs> In the last story, Mr. Ali said that Mr. Connors made sexual advances on Mr. Ali. The 83-year-old making sexual, sexual advances on the young black man? <laughs> and then threatened him with a screwdriver, causing Mr. Ali to defend himself by knocking Mr. Connors to the floor and kneeing him in the head before lighting him on fire. Jawad goes on to explain exactly what science would show later, said the um, prosecutor, I think, noting that Mr. Connors' injuries could have been inflicted by a knee to the head. Post-Gazette, September 20, 2017. Trial begins for a man in Allentown beating death fire. The prosecutor is Miss, Ms. Assistant District Attorney Rachel Fleming. A female? She botched this case? <laughs> You know, if he was really guilty, but they found him not guilty. Said that Jawad Ali had kerosene on his socks, shoes, and t-shirt. Which investigators believe was poured on Mr. Connors' body and set on fire after he'd been killed. Fleming noted that Mr. Connors, 83, was five foot four. Five, four and a half. Inches tall and weighed 139 pounds. Wow. 
Mr. Ali was 24, six foot tall, and weighing 175 pounds. Crazy, huh? And in this case, you know, just like with the um, lesbian case with where they killed the baby, you don't know if it's racially motivated, and whites don't tend to assume that it's racially motivated, but blacks always assume, and so does the media, when there's an interracial crime, right? Always go to, oh, it's racist. For example, with the knee on the neck incident. They automatically assume it's race. It's racially motivated, since it's a white cop with the knee on the neck of a black man. Cr black criminal suspect. An alleged drug abuser. Recent drug abuser with fentanyl in his system and meth. So, um, you know, here's one, uh, 2016 May, homeless people setting each other on fire a lot. South LA, attempted murder. Actually don't know the victim's race, but this homeless man, Philip Daryl Cole, put lighter fluid on two fellow homeless people, not named, not sure of the race, set them on fire. He was charged with attempted murder, according to ABC7. There are many instances, however, of homeless people setting one another on fire and people just setting homeless people on fire you know using fireworks blacks have done it others have done it at least there's one white perp it's crazy but the homeless people are a, are a headache and the people that are um, abusing the homeless people evil too 83 <laughs> yeah skip says 83 year old ho uh, homosexual racist white man i can see it <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Referring to the Je uh, Connors, John Jack Connors, funeral home director. Yeah, too nice. Too nice. Niceness can get you killed, guys. Gotta be smart. Street smart, right? I have more for you guys. Some of you guys are like, I don't want to hear another burning story. <laughs> and I understand. But um, I'll get to more from 2015 and earlier. Um, but let me get to some calls and some super chats. We've already blown through quite a bit. Um, by the way, yesterday Asmodora says, great show today, my man. And Marie, maybe Golay says, great show, thanks. Appreciate that, guys. Shout out to Prince High Life, who says, the Hake Report, la la la, nice. And he gave it another diamond. And another one, and says, wow, that guy should be put to death for that. Probably referring to one of the earlier cases uh, with the convenience store attempted murder. I mean, I think it was attempted murder, but they didn't. They called it aggravated robbery and arson. Because, you know, in less politically charged cases like this, you know, people just. Not a lot of media attention on black on white crime, right? So they charge them with uh, dispassionately on what they know that they can get them on. Aggravated robbery and arson. <laughs> and, but he did get life in prison. But yeah, it's crazy. Sherlock uh, Sherlock Holmes gave a diamond. Thank you, man. JRuss89 says, Give up the libertarian BS. These people hate you. I totally agree. Don't go for the libertarian stuff. Libertarians are liberals. <sighs> Prince High Life. Gave a diamond and said, ordering a Hake, report a Hake Report shirt soon. Smiley face. Thank you. Yeah, you can um, order your Hake Report t-shirts and mugs and uh, other swag 
t- uh, stickers, tank tops, um, hoodies, bags. You know, one lady called in, Chris from Arizona, and she got a I Love Boomers bag that she took, I guess, to the grocery store. Cool, huh? Nice. Um, go to thehakereport.com and click on Teespring. It's in the menu items. Or teespring.com slash stores slash the Hague Report. Let me just double check for YouTube. Oh man, Hot Computer Smell gave a couple of ice cream cones. Thank you. Appreciate the super chats. Evgeny Crosby says, keep up the bad work, Hank. And then, and then a facepalm. What do you mean, Evgeny Crosby? But thank you for the support. <laughs> Papa Cap says, welcome. Smash that like button behind the chat. Yes, please like the video. It helps. Thanks, YouTube viewers. Adam Clark says, hey, bud, do you know of any books that explain how it wasn't as much white people killing the Indians when we came here, but rather a lot more deal-making and it being a war for the land? Nah, I don't know history. I just know that what, I've, what I read, I hear about different, different deals and treaties and different things going on and purchases and uh, all kinds of stuff like that. And then, yes, of course, there was... Uh, some wars and different things. Settling, settlers, settlers. Anyways, Trevor Wesley says, Life is better loving what is right instead of hating what is wrong. And then he gives a, gives a hang loose sign. Happy White History Month. <laughs> Evgeny Crosby gave a, uh, another super chat. He's the one who told me to keep up the bad work, James, and facepalm. He says, the MSM, social media, professional sports leagues, and now the Supreme Court are all out to get Trump and put in sleepy Joe Biden. Lord help us. Yeah. Supreme Court. Only, uh, the only sane ones, the, o- the only truly just one, in my opinion, is uh, Clarence Thomas, as I've said many times already. And uh, Samuel Alito sided with him in the recent case because there's this case where or two cases where they're trying to get trump's tax returns you know the enemies of america including the congressional democrats and this cyrus vance guy who's not as tough as harvey dent (laughs) fictional character and uh the supreme court seven to two in both of those cases including gorsuch and kavanaugh simps (laughs) they voted against trump such a shame so ridiculous Anyways, let me get to a few calls, and then I'll get back to more, because I have more for you guys. Going back to 2015, there was this case in Pomona, California. Some of you guys are from there or know, familiar with that area. Um, that's a sad case, man. Anyways, I guess they're all sad, right? Or are they? We shouldn't be sad, right? Don't be an emotional beta male. <laughs> Thank you to Prince High Life, too, for the... Diamonds and to Beard the Butcher for subscribing monthly on DLive. DLive.tv slash The Hake Report. Thanks, guys. But first, let me get to Richard in North Carolina. Richard, how are you? Happy uh, White History Month, my white brother. Thank you, man. How are, happy White History Month. You call me White yeah, Brother. You, hear you call me White yeah. Brother, but yeah. are you a I'm Christian? White. I don't know, I'm Catholic, which is the antithesis of, of Christianity, right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we should get... Catholics and Christians do need to stand together, especially with this crazy attack from BLM. You know, anybody who's it's, for what's right, 
You need to stand with yeah. them on what's right well, and not stand with them on where they're wrong. When Jesse says, I don't believe, yeah, he, he, he totally convinced me. I don't believe in racism. I just believe there's good and there's evil. Yeah. You know? And people saying stupid things you know, against others because of their skin color is not racism. It's just, it's just evil. How old are you, Richard, if you don't mind my asking? I think I might have asked before. 43. Okay. All right. 43. I'm, I'm, I'm not too old for, uh, for you to date or something. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm straight. I'm 100% straight. Don't worry. I'm just giving you shit. Crap, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you cussed, too. You, oh, got, you got quite a mouth, man. Anyways, um, you wanted to talk about fake hate crimes? Of which there are many. Well, I saw the Oregon thing. Did you see that Jonathan Lopez, uh, he wrote himself a hate letter. He was going for councilman in some small town in Oregon. And, and he wrote this horrible uh, letter, something about how Mexicans and stuff, and he's not welcome here, and they, they signed in America. And then he wrote himself an apology. And the chief of police in that small city said that something smelly is going on. He checked up on it. Yeah. And he found out uh, the ink and everything, the printer came from his printer in his office. Wow, that's some sleuthing. <laughs> you know, it's so, so you typical. The Hispanic version of it, of a Jesse Sulmut, Sulmut, uh, Ju Juicy Sulmut, whatever you pronounce it. Right, right. yeah. Juicy. You have to say Juicy. You know, he's juicy. the most he's the most famous of the recent hate crime hoaxes, but they're so common. They're extremely common, more so well, on college it, campuses maybe than anywhere. It, it's got it's got so bad. Every time it, one you know some person of a minority group, especially if they've been BLM or they associate themselves with the more questionable side of the, yeah. uh, from the left, anytime they come up with some of this person did this to me, I just roll my eyes and I just put my money on it's BS. Yeah. 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 I mean, so I, I do want to say something else real quick. Hold on. Give me one second. Like, keep talking. I'm talking. The heck? <laughs> this guy's got, this guy's got I, issues. It's too loud because it happened apartment complex. Um, I, I was walking, and I found BLM uh, 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 signs all over the the uh, benches. Yeah. And one of them was white silence was violence. And right. I took my shoe, and I ripped them off, and I stomped all over them. And for some reason after that, I got this warm, tingly sensation that I did the right thing. Like maybe that was God talking to me. <laughs> well, when you exercise, you get a warm, tingly sensation, too. So maybe it's just the exercise. Oh, no, no, no. This came from my brain down my spine. Like, like you know, like it was a, like a, for my pleasure. So you, stomped, so you yeah. stomped on a thing that said, a sign that said, white silence is violence or written, chalk written or something yeah. like that. White silence no, is no, violence. No, no, no. It was actually it was actual sign on on a, on a bench. Okay, and you knocked it, it down. You're not supposed to have political speech anyhow in my apartment complex, but just that alone just pissed me off. It's so ridiculous. White silence is violence. No black violence is violence. It's actual violence. Yeah. Why, why, why don't we talk? If BLM is so interested, why don't they talk about the black on black crime in my city in the metro area? Good why question. Why are they marching on the? On, on the main street where, where, where people are killed all the time because of drugs. Well, you know, because they know that marching doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything yeah. to stop crime or change people's hearts. You have, you have to actually um, push for people it, to be moral again and have families and stuff. I'll tell you something, Hank. Uh, the, first, the first chance I ever see the black community actually standing up for the drug dealers, I will join them. You know that? And hand-to-hand. And, and stand watch. You know that? I appreciate but, it, Richard. In, in, until I see that, I just I can't believe the I can't believe these organizations. I know. Thanks, Richard. Take care, man. Appreciate you. And happy White History Month to everybody. It's for everybody. 
It's inclusive. You get to uh, celebrate white history and love them, the people. Right? For once. Let me quickly get to Tammy out of Wisconsin. Tammy, how are you? Yes, hey. I'm doing okay. Nice to hear from you again. Well, I just I forgot a few things I wanted to tell you. Okay. Okay, well, from the understanding of my history... Uh-huh. Okay, the one thing I want to tell you is that more or less, uh, from my understanding from history... We did not go over there and steal black folks. Correct. Uh, the tribe was selling them right. to people. Yep. <laughs> so it, it's like, and they want to blame us for slavery. Their own people more or less sold them into slavery. Yep, it's true. And I, I and then the other thing I want to say to you is that. I'm not taking a knee. I'm not bowing down whether you're black, white, green, yellow, or blue. I am not bowing down. You say, I'm sorry that I am white and I'm privileged. Yeah, of course not. So It's ridiculous. My, my comment. Right on, Tammy. I appreciate that. Very true and good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame that people, that whites are, you know... I love the free speech of the people of the South. So what if they say the N-word habitually? It's not racist, just how they talk. And um, right. it's just, it's so ridiculous. They want to clamp down. It's both an attack on the free speech of white people, and it's also an attack on the men, the manhood, the authority well, of white people. Because the, the one appropriate time to say the N-word, I would say, is when... They're acting out of control, the blacks. You say, ah, right. oh, you N-words, right? right? They're doing something wrong. You're telling them off, calling them, you know, kind of what they are. And you get in trouble for it? Uh-uh. That's not right. That well, is the one time right. to, like, it's, it's, you know, it's like cussing. It's like when uh, one time Jesse Lee Peterson said, that's my authority word, <laughs> when he was getting, uh, these people were harassing him at the gym, right? And he said, right. get away from me. He said, get the F away from me or whatever. He said, that's my authority word. And then there's cases where you say something, you use strong language to, uh, in, a, in certain situations. But they want to stifle the whites from even defending themselves. It reminds me of those guys in the Chipotle parking lot. A pregnant woman, I believe, pulls a gun to defend herself. And, you know, her husband's there, too, but the husband is not defending her <laughs> that much. And uh, right in front of the people. It's crazy. Blacks that are harassing them, not allowing them to leave. And then they get prosecuted for felonious assault. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. Well, the other thing I wanted to say is that I find it really disgusting that all the statues and everything... I don't care if it was Confederacy or Me the neither. Union. Yep. This is history. Exactly. They are now trying to rewrite our history, and that ain't right. I mean, you can't reverse it. And it's like they, they're going crazy. They want to try and reverse our history. You can't reverse it. It happened. Sorry, but 
I don't agree with taking down the statues. And you know what? Those people taking those people taking down the statues are worse sinners than the people who who are represented in those statues. They're worse sinners than them. It's like uh, the people that trying to stone the uh, the prostitute when the the men who are trying to st you know the the uh, so-called leaders, the hypocrites who were trying to stone the woman, throw stones at her. They were right. worse whores and whoremakers than she was, you know? Yeah, I'll agree with <laughs> or that. Or as bad. Yeah. Appreciate it, Tammy. Nice to hear from you again. Thank you, and you have a good day. You too, and happy White History Month to you. <laughs> All right. That's cool. So, um, JRust89 says, Opinion on God gave them over to a reprobate mind? Oh, did you catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, at least the Sunday service reprise last night on a Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel? We put it out, and it was, um, I think it was from October 25th, 20, 2009, and Jesse Lee Peterson asked the question to the people, what is a reprobate mind? And a lot of people thought, you know, that, for example, the, accepting homosexuality as right. A lot of people turn turn homosexual or become or they feel homosexual and then they accept it. And that is one example of a reprobate mind. But um, that's not the only example. Anytime that you can't accept correction, you're told the truth and you get mad, that's an example of a reprobate mind. So I just I think that's what happens to all of us when we fall away into into evil. And you cannot tell people that, such people the truth. Even though we may accept factual information at times, and, and then other people accept less factual information, and then you, the people with more facts judge the people with fewer facts, and it's, it's just a big mess, and then every, but everybody's an evil sinner with a reprobate mind. You have to be, I don't know, you have to be per become perfect. And so I think more people have a reprobate mind than they realize. Prince High Life gave another diamond. Asmodor says, I wonder who owned the slave ships? Good question. I've heard various stories of various groups. Hmm. Interesting. Question. And in all honesty, what is all the, what is all the melodrama about slavery? Give it a rest. Who cares? Who cares about slavery, right? It's... Uh, I'm not going to kiss up to, oh, it was such this horrible thing, when present day is way worse, way more evil. And it pretends to be good by spoiling the people. It's so evil. Yeah, anyways, um, I have more interracial, interracial violent crime, black setting whites on fire stories to get to. But um, I have some more Super Chats, and I want to get to Levon, I think that's his name, Levon out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Levon, am I pronouncing your name right? Yeah, man. Hey, what's How's up? How's it going? Huh? Man, I saw, I saw a video uh, clip of an interview with that guy from that. No effing around coalition on social media the other day. I, I saw I saw a clip too. Yep. Yeah. What did what I was have, he saying to in in the clip that you saw? Well, he 
Well, he's saying that uh, all of his people are military veterans or <laughs> former military, which I thought was amazing. Right. Um, and that they want their own piece of land, right? So they'll take Texas. And I thought, okay, one of two things could be true here. Number one, uh, either they're a hired crowd on demand, and this is just propaganda meant to agitate and bring out other militias to become contra to them, to like start to balkanize America. Uh-huh. It could be like a big propaganda thing. Or he's really, really, really stupid. And I thought, well, maybe it's a bit of both. <laughs> I think it's the latter, man. Uh, you can't yeah. put it past people to be this delusional as he is, yeah. especially when in this delusion, this mass delusion of imaginary racism is yeah. being pushed out. And anybody who questions it including this white Christian girl at a Christian school getting expelled for saying when a black kills a black, nothing. When a white kills a black, everybody goes nuts. And um, so, of course, of course people are going to be crazy like this man. Yeah, over yeah. in Stone Mountain, I covered this story a couple of days ago, Stone Mountain, Georgia. It was a beautiful Confederate carving of Jefferson Davis, I think, and... Robert E. Lee, great Confederate general and great American, and others, another guy anyways, over there carved into the side of the beautiful Rock Mountain. The KKK started a, restarted their little thing back in 1915, as if they're consequential, uh-huh. right? And this, this black group was allowed into the park. Nobody else was allowed in on, like, I think the 4th of July. I could be wrong. And they march and act like they're under attack by the white man, when in reality, they're under attack by their own. And they're not defending from themselves from their own, meaning fellow blacks. It's, it's right. nuts. I appreciate it's it, Levon. Yeah, man, I wonder if these people, if they are actual military vets and they are really <laughs> doing this, if they realize this makes them traitors. Yeah. I mean... And, and if they want Texas, like, do they realize, A, how big Texas is, and B, how insane people in Texas are about things? Yeah, <laughs> like, they... Don't mess with te- Texas. That's the whole thing in Texas. Do not mess with us. You mess with us, then. That is one thing I, I appreciate about Texas, is that they love not just America, but they also love their state. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, they need to, they need the to wake up. A lot the of them do. A lot of them need to wake up. <laughs> But, yeah. yeah. Appreciate wow. it, Levon. Take care, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, too. You guys take care. Happy White History Month. Um, oh, you know what? I got to get to Nelson. First-time caller out of Tennessee. He says the rebel flag is a sign of hate. I think he's got to be kidding. I know he's addressing this lie, right? Nelson, what's up, man? What's up, man? Hey. Good to hear hey, from you. Hey, listen. Yes. Yeah, good to hear from you. I've been listening to you a little bit. Listen, I run a restaurant. No, I don't run it myself, but I work there. And they like to wave their rebel flag and the mega hats and all that stuff, wearing that cloth around there with rebel flags on it. Yeah. Listen, I know what hate is. Believe me. And you know what I do? You know what I do in that restaurant when they come in there wearing that stuff? Uh huh. What you do? I do to in the grave. I do to right in that grave. <laughs> I, I gotta go. <laughs> Crazy. What a sick person. 
He knows what hate is because he's a hater. <laughs> or he's mentally off. What a shame. No, I hung up on Nelson. Yes, yes, I lost him. <laughs> I lost him because I hung up on him. Disgusting. Sick person. You know, it's very typical um, of blacks to go mentally. I think, I'm assuming this guy's black. I don't know if he was or not. But a lot of people, angry people, mentally ill. Self-righteous, too. Think about every time you've been angry, it's been self-righteously angry. Speaking of that, let me quickly get to Joe out of Phoenix, Arizona. Joe, how are you doing? Doing well, Hank. All right, a few things there. My last call, Tammy. Tammy, we have the actual records of European slave trading companies. Yes, some African tribes sold their sold their captives and and, and slaves to Europeans. Yes, but there were also European companies that came into Africa and I li- and literally conquered and stole slaves as well. You know, I've heard of. I've heard of. Um, you know, I go on Black Twitter every now and then. So one time I saw them tweet this tweet this story of this king or something like that European king who threatened the um, this poor black country that they better give up more slaves or give them more slaves or sell them more slaves otherwise they're gonna come in and take over you know I guess that's what weakness does right when the this these there's no such thing as black Twitter it's just regular Twitter no it's black Twitter come on it's called black Twitter Get with the times. Get with the times, Boomer. Um, Yeah, it's Black Twitter, and they say, but it's what weakness. What happens with weakness? It's just like with the whites when they surrender a little, give them an inch. The blacks are going to want to take a mile, and so it was apparently back then. The the blacks gave the blacks gave a few slaves, and the whites wanted more. Sold other Africans, and and sometimes they were conquered and stolen as well. Right. You can use the word steal, I guess, yeah. Taken into slavery. Yeah. It's happened throughout history. It's kind of an unremarkable statement, honestly. And taking taking down statues is not erasing history. Yeah, it is. It's an attack on America. History books still exist. Don't you see it for what it is, that it's an attack and a false smear and scapegoating of white people? No, it's not that at all. What is it? What good is it going to do for the blacks? Do we have statues of, of Ben McArnold? No, we don't. What good is it going to do for the blacks? It would have to do good. It's just why honor, why honor traitors to to this country? Why they're not traitors? Again, they're not traitors, Joe. Of, of ben McArnold, do so it. you so you acknowledge that it's not doing any good for the blacks. It's just appeasement of angry, violent people. Where the violence come from? The comes from and, the Democrats. Why, why the violence comes the from the Democrats and the far left. The minority to, to most black, black people. Why? I didn't hear what you said, but um, the violence comes why from the Democrats. In the absence of a minority of black people to all black, black people. Why? I didn't. You just said violent people. Violent people, yeah. Appeasement of angry, violent people. But who are these violent people? The, um, the angry blacks and the angry um, Democrats, the angry Antifa people, they're very violent people. And you're appeasing them. And you're supposed to be a black conservative. You're betraying black people. You're betraying America. You're betraying conservatism by supporting this destruction. Or, or conservative. I actually do 
do you think that that, that make a difference? No, the, the the difference. What difference? Hold on. What difference is it making to take down and destroy and vandalize and for Democrats to support taking down of these monuments? What good difference is that making? Why Why do you want to honor and revere traitors to the country? They're not traitors. They're honorable yeah. men. More honorable than you are. Honorable. Yes, honorable very honorable men. Other people, but that's BS, James. Well, you can say that, you can claim that, but what you're supporting is the actual bogus speech. There's no honor in owning another human being, period. But that's irrelevant. That's not why they were honored. They weren't honored for owning another human being. They were. No, they were honored for being honorable men. For fighting to try to preserve that right to own someone else. They were honored for, they were trying to, there is many, there's many things that they were honorable. They were very honorable men. You support a Democrat, Obama, who, uh, uh, turn it down, <laughs> uh, who was for um, expanding abortion, and then you make all kinds of excuses for it. What a disgusting person you are. Should we, no should we take that, should we you totally dismiss, hold on, hold on, hold on, no I'm not. Should we totally dismiss everything, I'm putting you on hold, should we totally dismiss all of, Joe from Phoenix, Arizona's trying to help the black kids by uh, setting a good example for them just because he supported Obama's, he defended Obamacare and defended Obama for supporting uh, killing the babies outside the womb. So we just, because that's, you may call that, Joe may call that a caricature of what's really happening. He can explain the nuances of it. But when, when it comes to some people owning slaves, like we're supposed to be all melodramatic about that, he is quick to judge the people who are dead and not here to defend themselves. What a disgrace, Joe. The flat out lie. The flat out lie. Obama never supported letting babies die on the table. The yes, he did. No, yes, he did, and yes, he does. No, a lot of times. In fact, die. it's quite common that they have to take the baby out of the womb and then, and then kill it. It's quite common. Just lie. He did not support that, and you're just lying about it. Well, you can, you can, you can excuse it all you want. You can, you can, you can downplay it all you want. But the reality is, the reality is, the reality is that it is uh, Democrats today. Hold on, hold on, buddy. I'm putting him on hold again. <laughs> you can't shut up. The reality is the Democrats today. And rhinos like him make excuses for abortion supporters who kill babies, in, actually innocent people, owning another human being. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to own one, and I wouldn't want to be owned by one, right? But which is worse, killing the babies, innocent people, or the slavery? I think it's the killing the innocent people. But Joe thinks that slavery is worse because. He's a sucker. You me on hold because you know I'm right, and you know I have No, because you won't shut up. <laughs> and, and because you're a punk bitch who runs from, you from, can't real, say that. from real conversation in the back. That's why. Yes, you're a punk bitch. Oh, i got to hang up on him. <laughs> Jesse can say it, but you can't, man, because Jesse says it when it's, like, true. <laughs> I know, he's never said that before, either. It's crazy. Um, let me get to my... To one last caller before we go to break. <laughs>
Uh, Frank, first time caller in Delaware. And then I will get to more black on white uh, cases. Frank, first time caller, what's up? Yeah, hey, how you doing? I just wanted to say that um, clearly this is all decisive to divide us. It's, it's, uh, what's that? Divide, what's, what's to divide us? Uh, Black Lives Matters, Antifa. Antifa, a lot of people don't realize it, but um, it's actually Marxist. It's actually uh, was created by Lenin himself. You know, it's, it's uh, more it's than that. Communism. More than that, it's outright anti-America. They say oh, no anti- borders, oh. no borders, no walls, that's no USA right. at all. They hate America. That's why. That's why they're tearing down our history. Right. They want to dismantle the American history of yep. what we are and what we're about. I served in the United States Marine Corps to defend this country and defend the Constitution of the United States. Yeah. I'm a born-again Christian. I believe in the articles of the Constitution. I believe in the Bible as being the holy word of God. And uh, this country has freed, freed many, many millions of people around the world from tyranny, literally. And yeah, but they're but we're sur- Obama. We, but we've been I'm surrendering sorry. ourselves into tyranny. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. These people should be locked up on the streets. I've watched them assault Who, people. Oh yeah, and nothing is done. Nothing. Yeah, these, it's very. These uh, politicians are allowing it to happen, and they're allowing our country to be destroyed. Yeah, and I've I've been overseas. I've seen these other countries. These idiots need to go over there and live about a year and it, see what it's really like. I don't think anything, honestly, I don't think anything is going to wake them up unless, uh, you know, it takes a miracle to wake a person up. Yeah, it's time to start putting them in jail, for yeah. real. That's what they need. They yeah. need to go to jail. And uh, these guys like Biden and them feeding into it. I, I'm, I'm from Delaware. They took down the statue of Caesar Rodney, the first signer of the Constitution of the United States, that's why Delaware is the first state. Yeah. It's a historical fact. All of a sudden, he's he's a racist. They burned and dismembered parts of a statue of Abraham Lincoln. Now, come on. Yeah. Come on. 300 and some thousand whites died to defend the rights of blacks in this country to be free. In all you honesty, we should be honoring both sides of yeah, that war. Right. right. Actually... If you, I've, I'm a history buff. Uh, Stonewall Jackson and Robert E. Lee, yeah, both born again Christians, both strong in the faith. Yeah. Um, when Robert E. Lee was offered the armies of the North, yeah, he Robert was e. he was offered to be a, a general in the North. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. He said, "I can't." He said, "How can I, I turn my hand against my Virginia?" He, he, there's no way the man could go out and kill and burn his family, friends, relatives, whatever. Loyalty to state. Yep. Right. He was, people don't understand. It was a, uh, you know, not that long out of the uh, Revolutionary War. So people were still, you know, advocates for state. Yeah. Right. Above all. And uh, Robert E. Lee was a great man. I've got comments of Robert E. Lee that are uh, highly spiritual. Yeah. Same way with Stonewall Jackson. I believe it. Um, And, uh, you know, I think that the the right thing was done, that the Union uh, won, you know. I think uh, the reason why is in history, 
um, we can see now the hand of God used us to free Europe, Asia, um, a lot of a lot of great things that we've done. We also maybe I don't know I don't know history all over. Well, we spread the gospel all over the world. We we ended the tyranny of Germany, right? We bowed down to Russia. You know that was a mistake. Yeah. We bowed down to China when we were in Korea. MacArthur wanted to go all the way to Peking. You know we've There's really a lot of mistakes made. You know, man, we've really fallen far, and it's it's such a shame. I don't know much about all these historical things. I don't. I've heard things in favor and against, and um, it's crazy. How did you find the show, yeah. Frank? Um, on t uh, online. I just uh, right on. Uh, yeah. So I just called. I wanted to put my two cents in there. Um, Appreciate it. I really it. believe that that we need to uh, step it up, start reclaiming America yeah. for what America is. Yep. You know, I don't care. Everybody makes mistakes. We've made mistakes, sure. And but, but they but they caricature, caricature the mistakes. They play them up. And we don't need exactly. to be apologizing for slavery or anything. You don't need to I be ashamed of slavery or I was anything. Never a slave. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. It's so there's, ridiculous. There's no living there's no living people that are were owned or are owned in this country. You know, it's ridiculous. It's history. That's it. Yeah, you know, um, uh, it's you know, enough's enough. I agree, enough. Frank. Uh, Frank, mm -hmm. I gotta go. Happy White History Month okay. to you. We'll talk. Right. Let's and talk again. You. All right. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm gonna get to more of your calls, but we're at the top of the hour, and I will get to your super chats as well. Wow. But first, I need to take a quick break. So hang on, guys, and enjoy. You have it ready that you could play? Enjoy uh, some music, this time related to Joel Friday here. And, uh, and Hake, <laughs> and Hot Computer Smell. And thank you to Bub's Love for the help on one of these songs, or for making it, actually. So listen and enjoy, and I'll be right back in a few minutes for hour two. Joel Friday on the beat and the mic check. Check. Okay, look. Look, Joel Friday on the beat and the mic check. Joel got him on their feet for a light sweat. I gotta thank Jesse Lee for the mindset on the right track. Now I'm learning how to bite that. The world wanna take the youth, I don't like that. They wanna rip them from the truth, I don't like that. But I'ma show them what to do and get them right back. I'ma pipe back, play it cool as I fight back. With a high hat and a right clap. Then I hit a couple grooves and a nice step. They won't know just what to do with the groove. Pretty soon they will just have to remove all the hype crap. But that's cool, cause the rap crap, yucky. They act cool, but they trash rap. Funny, the beat good, but the content, dummy. They ain't dead, but the mindset, mummy. So forgive your mommies and your daddy too. Cause they don't want to the reason for your attitude. Remember when you were a kid and they get mad at you? Now you looking for the love, now you smoking on the boy? That's from your parents and apparently they had it rough. They did the best, but the best wasn't good enough. So you gon' have to get it right and live a better life. Do it right, faith in God, out your mind, silent prayer, lead your wife, have some kids, raise a right, perfect life.
kick your A word. What's up, guys? Let's get started. La la la. La la la. La la la. He's mixing up songs. I appreciate that. Get a job. So, what's up, guys? I am James Kate. Uh, I like to go to Las Vegas. Uh, 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 I like to go to Las Vegas. La la la. I may talk a little bit about white. Everybody just say. Uh, I like to go to Las Vegas. This immigration thing. What do you guys think about it? What a shame, huh? Such a shame. Such a shame. It's a scam, man. La la la. Entire moratorium on all immigration. La la la. Put a stop on immigration right now. Put a stop. Put a stop on immigration. Stop, 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 stop on immigration right now. We don't need refugees coming in. We don't need refugees coming in. Put a stop on immigration right now. Savage moment. S A V A G E. Put up moment. Hey guys. S A V A G E. Put up moment. Hey guys. S A V A G E. Put up moment. Dog side of the bear. What? What the? Simps, BT Blank, oh, oh, Simps, BT Blank, oh, oh, Simps, BT Blank, oh, I forgot to say hey guys, sorry about that. Um, the hot computer smoke, yeah. Jesus, Jesus, yeah, fake news, yeah, the hate report, hate report. It's cool, I guess. Joel, from the twinkle of an eye to the twinkle of the toe, everybody knows the grace of God through twinkle toes flow. Dance class. Whatever. Let's just say, dance class, dance class. Ridiculous. Let's just say, let's just say, dance class. That black lesbian. Black lesbian. Blacks don't listen. Blacks don't listen. Like, let's say Jesse got the Rona. Jesse, 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 Jesse got the Rona. He's not even sick. Jesse got the Rona. Jesse, 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 And we're back. Appreciate you guys. That was a nice song from Bubs Love. So find his channel, Bubs Love. I think is it Bubs Love or Bubs Love TV. Thank you for the song, Bubs. That's cool. <laughs> it was heavy on the bass too. So we're back. It is the second hour of the Hate Report. It is Thursday, July 9th, 2020, 10:05 a.m. And I have a ton of calls. And I have some super chats to read and more cases of these isolated incidents of black on white setting on fire. Not necessarily racially motivated. <laughs> uh, but they, uh, but not really reported heavily in the media. I do have one case that was reported heavily in media. But uh, Dark Side of the Bear What gave a diamond and said, Hand rubbing intensifies. Asador gave a diamond and said, Blacks are lucky that their ancestors were slaves. Fortunate. Especially here in America. That's true. Should be grateful. Because they enjoy greater blessings now that they're here. 
but some of them are too blind to recognize it. Very true and good point. J. Russ 89, and that's why they should be celebrating the 4th of July if they had any sense. Some of them do. Some of them don't. They'd be like, what does 4th of July have to do with the black man? We weren't free back then. But it set the, st- it set the stage for you to be f- here and free. And uh, Robert E. Lee, General Robert E. Lee, felt that they were better off here as slaves than they would have been in Africa. Un, uh, unconverted in the jungles. <laughs> That's what he said. Um, J. Russ 89 says, Reprobate is doing when knowing the truth. Love ya. Oh, interesting. When you know the truth, but you still do wrong. Yeah, you are more responsible. Those of us who have this knowledge, right? More responsible for when we do wrong. J. Russ 89 says, don't mix with Texas, I think. That's what he's saying. Someone get Bill gave a couple of diamonds. Thank you. J. Russ 89 says, gravy doodler, I hope you live a thousand years. C word. <laughs> yeah. What a disgraceful person, huh? That's the maturity level of many of these people that, who hate whites. They th- he thinks that wearing a MAGA hat is hate. I guess that's what he was trying to imply. And the Confederate flag he thinks is hate. Uh-uh. You're the hater. You're the one who hates the people who love the flag. If you claim the Confederate were tra- Confederates were traitors, you don't believe in the right of self-determination, says Asmador with a ninja guinea. That's right. The uh, southern states fought to secede the Union. I mean, secede from, what is it called? Secession, right? Secede from the Union. They wanted to leave. The, the North was like, uh-oh, you can't leave. We got a, we, a house divided against itself. Can I stand or whatever, right? That's what, <laughs> which is a reference to Satan's kingdom, interestingly enough. That was the original quote, Jesus. But, um, yeah. And they were not considered traitors by the, the honorable men who ended the Civil War together. They, they uh, united. So what business is it, do, you have, do you have to call them traitors? The traitors were John Brown, who committed a terror attack, pretending he loved the slaves. So he committed a terror attack to try to free some slaves. And he was hanged, rightly so. Caught by Robert E. Lee, I heard. And um, maybe some were... Caught and captured and hanged for tra- for being a traitor, but for the most part they were not. So are you smarter than Abraham Lincoln and all them? Uh-uh, I don't think so. J. Rice 89 gave a diamond and said, I would love to be a rebel flag slave knee guy. Interesting. <laughs> and Fana DeLadies gave a diamond and said, what happened to white history of the day? Well, I'm going to be reading a little bit more White history. <laughs> Whites who became history. Um, I will be reading more of that. Hot Computer Smell does have a question for Joel. Question for Joel. Did he support Obama in the past? That's an interesting question. Did you? I didn't know anything about him or <laughs> <laughs> anything about that much about politics, really. But because I was black and because everybody in my family did it, I did it. <laughs> but you were too young to vote for him. I think ever, um, right? In 2012, were you old enough to vote for him? Let's see. Yeah. I voted for him one time. Dang. And I remember Even knowing a, he was for same-sex marriage. 
I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Literally that was didn't 2012, know though, right? Anything about anything? Yeah. I didn't know what he was for. Nothing. I just was. I was okay with the black thing. So when I found out he was black, and then just the idea <laughs> of him being the black first black president, which is all I was ever told. Like, oh, he's the first black president. But you didn't vote for you didn't vote in 2008, did you? I don't think you were old enough. You were 17. No, not 2008. Right? So it had yeah. been a second time. Yeah. yeah. And then, but yeah, that's the only reason why is because everybody was like, "Well, he's the first black president, so that means something." Right. So <laughs> I did it. Man, I remember. I I remember another friend of mine who was Hispanic. He said, "It'll be history." I'm like, "Yeah," but I should have been like, "That's the wrong kind of history to be making." Right. <laughs> evil. There's, why why elect an evil black? Why not elect a decent one if it has to be? Um, John X 15 says blacks are used by liberal white supremacists If that exists, I mean they're just evil people John X 15 says should have gotten a money-back guarantee on What I'm not sure <laughs> Jib jab says if you allow If you'll allow to give someone suggestions for your show and possibly Jesse's due to the rising volume of super chats only super chats a certain amount of adult above a certain dollar amount to be read on air to free up more time interesting suggestion maybe maybe i don't know uh j russ 89 says he he black i'll vote <laughs> referencing to what joel's mindset was back in the day yeah so crazy um hang tight collars you know, I'm not sure I want to get to Billy. Maybe I should be banning Billy from Texas. He's such a sleazy person and very vulgar. Should I ban him until he apologizes? And, you know, I don't see him giving any kind of sincere apology. There's nothing really sincere about that guy. I don't know if I want him on my show. He's such a disgusting person. Making all kinds of weird innuendos and seemingly, like, obsessed with me. I don't know. Should I take him? Should I not? I don't know. We'll just let that lie for a sec. Let's get back to some more white history. Whites became history when blacks set them on fire. These were individual interesting cases that, you know, I came across them. And I came across this story in Clash Daily quite a few years back that said, um, not new knockout game is burning whites the new knockout game for blacks and it was written by Angela Turner of Clash Daily Clash Daily is run by Greg Giles I think that's his first name Giles is his last Doug Giles sorry and he um, shared that article also on town hall he said massive spike in whites setting blacks on fire when really it's the reverse but he you know is a clickbaity headline I guess meaning that would be the headline if it were the case right um, also, I saw this on Daily Ken, which is a website that got taken down, I think. Ten white people set on fire in recent months. More than ten, actually. And that was, I forget what year that came out, but... Um, crazy. And it's... So, he probably has much more than I have. But, let me get back to 2015. In uh, December... No, hold on. 2015 December a fight with uh, somebody had a gas can on a highway I remember this when this went viral and I'm not going to play the video footage 
but I have this 2015 December, and I have these pictures, Joel, I think. In Baltimore, Maryland, a double homicide. It turned out to be a double homicide. The man on the left with the messed up face, he's black. He's the one who, he was the one that, who was the perpetrator. And the one in the middle, the man in the middle, who looks like he's part black, he got, he's mixed race, half black, half white, I think. David Campbell. Half white, half black guy, David Campbell, succumbed to his injuries by January of 2017. January of 2017, more than a year later, because this took place in December 2015 on the side of a highway in Baltimore. Uh, J- David Campbell was 22 at the time. His best friends were white, including the man who raised money for him, Cody Yeager. But he died. He was doused. Co- Campbell, David Campbell was doused with uh, gasoline. He's the one in the black and white picture if you're looking at the video. Doused with gaf- gasoline and lit on fire after he walked up and punched this black coworker, Christopher Harrison Jr., t- age 28. He's the man in the blue shirt with the burned up face. He's, he survives to this day, I believe because he's the one who lit these people on fire. One of them was by accident. In what was supposed to be a fist fight over a girl. Over a, a, or, or some other ongoing beef, right? Coworkers. Coworkers, including Harrison, were walking back from a gas station with gas cans on the side of the road. Campbell, while on fire, ran into another victim carrying a can who was then engulfed in, fl- in flames. And that's the white male who you see on the right, Sean Scarinzi. Scarinzi might be Italian. We count that as white right now, right? A bystander who was also carrying a gasoline can along with the perpetrator who was bumped into by the... Uh, Sean Scarinzi was bumped into by the first victim, Campbell. And he died nearly two, le- two years later at the age of 25 in 2017. These guys were in, like, critical condition for more than a year. Two, almost two years in the second man's case. That's from the Baltimore Sun and Capital Gazette, 2017. Daily Mail 2015 had the story. Colin Flaherty covered it on his YouTube channel before YouTube terminated one of his many accounts, right? Baltimore Sun covered it, 2015. You know, these cases, and they're not necessarily racially motivated, just like most of these white-on-black crimes are um, supposed crimes. Yeah, he lit them on fire. It was supposed to be a fist fight. They agreed to a fist fight, I guess, which is a dumb, dumb move in the first place. And they were going to fight outside of the workplace. Walked up and the uh, David Campbell, the half black, half white guy, walked up and punched the guy who then proceeded to douse him in gasoline, lit him on fire. Crazy. Reminds, this is, you know, the cases where they're doing this to more innocent victims, like old men and stuff like that, old white men and old and, you know, defenseless white women. Reminds me of what they do in South Africa. They're doing that to the whites in South Africa. Torture, burning them, all kinds of crazy stuff. Let's move on to, um, yeah, he doused them and lit them on fire. Crazy. Well, he lit the one guy on fire, and then the one guy ran into his friend or whatever, who, his, his, another guy who was carrying a gas can. Talk about, um, well, not smart to go up and punch the guy, but talk about using... The weapons at your disposal, right? In your uh, vicinity. 2015, November. This was an actual evil act. Neighbor's grandson committed burglary. Look at this young guy. He doesn't look like... I mean, (laughs) maybe he looks like he was a little troublemaker, but he he still has a baby face. I'm talking about the black kid. 
The old man definitely has an old man face, old white man. Neighbor's grandson committed burglary. Detroit, Michigan, murder and arson. White 91-year-old Paul Monchnik was beaten and his house was lit on fire by the, his neighbor's black 17-year-old grandson, George Robert Stewart IV, who intended to rob the home. He went and bought gasoline to destroy the evidence. The victim's next-door neighbor and the murderer, who was the murderer's grandfather, George Jr., turned his grandson in for questioning. Right on to those old-school uh, black men and women, or especially the men, who turn in their relatives when uh, they are suspected of crimes. Two of the boy's aunts, though, recognized him in surveillance footage right on. But the perpetrator's, perpetrator's remarried mother, who uh, went off with some other man, right? Seretta Moore says, we believe he's innocent. He did not do the killing. He did not set that man on fire. There's a lot more going on. There's more to the story. George is a good kid. He goes to church. He was on the baseball team and a good athlete. He didn't do this. Typical of a, of a black mother. To defend a black criminal son like this. Very typical. It's from the Detroit Free Press of uh, November and December of 2015, according to Detroit News. Here's another case. This was a big story for some time, and I, I think to this day, actually, it's a story. It's unsolved. 2014, December, teenage woman murdered in Cortland, Mississippi. Jessica Chambers. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I don't have Jessica Chambers? 2014, December. Let me see. Yeah, okay. Jessica Chambers. Remember some of these pictures? Well, the Jessica Chambers, a white woman, young lady, 19, age 19. She liked to date black men. Um, sort of a messed up childhood, I guess. The perpetrators poured lighter fluid into her mouth and nose and set her on fire in her car. She died in the hospital. She had been dating a black guy. First responders said that she looked like a zombie and that Chambers told them someone named Eric or Derek burned her. That's according to CBS News in 2017. There were 17 arrests coming out of this, uh, this um, incident, mostly actually drug and gun-related crimes that were uncovered of suspected gang members, black mostly. One black 27-year-old Quentin Tillis was indicted for this murder. Capital murder suspect Quentin V. Tellis has gone through two mistrials in the Jessica Chambers case, according to Clarion Ledger in 2019. Four years, five years later, still no, uh, no solve, unsolved, right? Or the police feel they've solved it. Tellis was also accused of torturing and stabbing to death a an Asian woman, I guess, named Ming Chen Xiao. He Xiao in Monroe, Louisiana. So he's allegedly gone on to kill more people, according to the Clarion Ledger. In, uh, and you can see Claire, Ming Chen Xiao in the far right upper corner of this image that I'm showing on the video screen if you're watching the video. Tellus's bond was lowered, lowered to 300,000 in that second murder. At an October 23, 2019 hearing, Judge Larry Jefferson reduced bond for terrorists to 300000 on a second-degree murder charge. 
according to Clarion Ledger, October 2019. Earlier reports were from w WMC Action News, Clarion Ledger, WWL-TV, CBS. 33-year-old uh, black boyfriend of Jessica Chambers found shot to death also. Another black boyfriend of hers, for, I guess it was the one at the time or whatever, he was found shot to death in uh, March 2019, according to local Memphis news. All kinds of crazy stuff happened in, in that little town, Cortland, Mississippi. It's crazy. Yeah, so that case is unsolved. Quentin Tellis may get a third trial, but he's this prime suspect. And, you know, I told you of that other man who um, got off in the alleged murder of that old funeral home director back in... Uh, what was that? That was it back in 2016, June, the funeral home owner, John Jack Connors, the trusting, which is the first mistake, independent funeral home owner, let young guys stay with him. He was beaten and burned to death. And the suspect that the cops had arrested, Jawad Ali, he had this black guy, black, um, you know, lawyer, Try to pin it on some other guy, friend of John Jack Connors. And it just makes me wonder, you know, there's a lot of cases where the jury is corrupt nowadays. And they won't convict a man. Anyways, um, 2014 November. Here's the one that you were just showing. American Eagle Manager. Joel, uh, Fort Worth, Texas, murder. American Eagle assistant manager, Ashlea Harris, age 31. She's the one in the lower um, left corner. You see a couple of pictures of her. Cute girl, she, but she's kind of dykey. And I think she was indeed actually kind of um, a lesbian. Kind of. <laughs> I think she was, but it's irrelevant to this situation. American Eagle manager, Beaten, bound, and her apartment lit on fire by two ex-co-workers, a black male, Clarence David Mallory, age 19, and his older Hispanic girlfriend, Carter Carol Cervantes, age 25, both of whom the victim had earlier identified as suspects stealing cash from her store safe. Store safe. But they were never arrested. Nonviolent crime for you guys. Nonviolent crime. You know how they don't want people in jail for nonviolent crimes? No money bail for nonviolent crimes? They were fired that summer. On the night of the murder, which was, you know, I think Black Friday, right? In November. They stole her keys to do it again after they committed this uh, murder. And were followed by police. Mallory was arrested for not having his driver's license. The black dude. 19-year-old guy. Back in 2014. Mrs. Cervantes was sentenced to life without parole in May 2016. She was called the mastermind by the prosecutor. She was older than her boyfriend. Mr. Mallory was sentenced to life without parole in August 2017 when he was 22. He was 19 at the time of the murder. They stalked the Black Friday murder victim like people stalk a deer, said the prosecutor in the Star-Telegram 2017, also in Express Digest. Crazy, huh? This one is messed up. I have a clip for this one. 13, I think I have it, Joel. Um, 2014, August, a cab driver murdered in Hanover County, Virginia. 
And talk about a petty murder. Cab driver James M. Wells, age 26, a Navy veteran, was abducted, repeatedly stabbed, and burned alive with a flare by a black couple who panicked, oh, so goes this story, when they could not pay the fare. Dyshawn D. Simpson, age 20, and I think he had been a standout football player in the past, too. Just threw his life away. And his girlfriend, Elisa De Jesus, age 19. Seven months pregnant, by the way, she was. She drove the taxi as Wells moaned in pain after being stabbed. Simpson pleaded guilty in August. Simpson, oh, I, you know what, let me just play this clip. Because this is about the Dyshawn Simpson. Man, look at that. Yeah, I think that's a pic- his picture. In the, he looks like a football player. Wearing a red shirt. It's crazy. Um, let's play this clip 13 of um, you see victims, the victim's wife, widow really, and I think his mother talking in the news report and a little bit from the mother of the black male who was uh, convicted and sentenced to life in prison. Watch this. As Dyshawn Simpson's family just told me on the phone, this is a, uh, not a win-win for anybody here. Everyone loses in this case because he's now spending his life in prison and James Wells' family is still grieving their loss. We always considered ourselves lucky. A lucky horseshoe necklace. It's the gift James Wells' wife gave his mother outside Hanover Court. Just to look at the killer in the face is just really hard. Dyshawn Simpson pled guilty to first-degree murder Tuesday. Last August, Simpson stabbed Wells multiple times because he didn't have the money to pay for a cab fare from Hopewell to Hanover. Prosecutors say Simpson and Elisa Jesus then drove Wells around for 45 minutes while he was still alive, trying to figure out what to do before they lit Wells' body on fire with a road flare. But I know my son ain't capable of nothing like this. Simpson's mother, Marcella Dabney, says the son she raised would never do something so brutal without being provoked somehow. But my son is good. He, he's all, always been a good kid. Nobody have nothing bad to say about him. During Tuesday's hearing, when asked if he had anything to say, Simpson looked at his mother and the family of James Wells and apologized. He may have meant the one to his mother, but I don't think he meant the one towards us. Wells' wife Malibu describes the last year as living through hell. Their anniversary date is approaching, so Wells says she hangs on to the good times that she spent with her husband. He'd give you the shirt off of his back, always try to make you laugh. No matter what day you're having, you had a smile on if James was around. Again, Dyshawn Simpson will spend life in prison. He was sentenced to life in prison today. As for Elisa Jesus, she's scheduled to go to trial later this year. Crazy, huh? Simpson's mother, did you catch that? Simpson's mother, Marcella Dabney. Interesting, she has a different last name from him. Maybe not married, I don't know, or maybe not married to his father. And the son she raised would never do something so brutal without being provoked somehow. Maybe by, I don't know, the girlfriend that he got pregnant. Uh, presumably it was his girlfriend that was pregnant by him. I don't know. <laughs> My son is good. He's always been a good kid. Nobody has a bad thing to say about him, she says. David Wells, who's the victim's father, said, I couldn't believe that a human could do that to someone else. Oh yeah, I haven't watched the ISIS videos. 
Um, Colin Flaherty covered this story back in 2015 before his YouTube video, YouTube channel got taken down. Man charged with murder in the Hopewell cow driver played football at Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, he was a football player. And the woman, maybe the woman was putting him up to it, provoking him. You really think, anyways, crazy. That was a Navy veteran. This one is, she was pregnant and moody. Yeah. 2014 March, teacher had a, had sex with the student and the su- student grew up to murder her and light her on fire, according to the story. And he had mental issues. But this is, you know, this, you know, the growing degeneracy of the country is leading to all kinds of evil. The people that promote this LGBTQIA stuff and sex out of wedlock and all that stuff. Um, Greenville, South Carolina, murder. Middle school teacher Lori Patton, age 38, was strangled and set on fire by her former student, Darren Terrell Eskew, age 21 in 2014, according to WYFF4. Schizophrenic Greenville man sentenced in teacher's death. He says he strangled her as she screamed for help and then set her on fire because she wouldn't die, according to the solicitor's office, according to Greenville News 2016. Through the course of the investigation, this is a quote, investigators learned that Askew and Patton were acquaintances, more than acquaintances, I think, due to her being his school teacher in the past. Greenville County Deputy Drew Pinciaro said, Pinciaro, on the day of the incident, Askew and Patton got into a physical altercation. We don't know what caused the altercation. Patton, um, 39 of Traveler's Rest, was a special ed teacher, special education. That's for mentally retarded kids and thing, you know, issue people with emotionally handicapped students, according to the story. According to Greenville County Schools, Coroner, Coroner Parks Evans said that her body was burned beyond recognition in the fire at Quality Inn, South Pleasantburg Drive, before dawn on Monday. That was way back in 2014, Lori Patton told Darren, es- Darren Terrell Eskew that she loved him as he choked her at a Greenville County motel. That's a headline from WLTX in 2016. They were in a relationship, although she was married and had children, according to the solicitor's office. Guests later reported hearing an argument between a male and a female about 12.30 a.m. after midnight. Loud bangs coming from her room at 5.15 a.m. and 5.30 a security guard went in to inquire about the noise and saw Askew leaving. Askew told an investigator he knocked a smoke alarm off the wall of the room, wrapped Patton's head and feet in a sheet, and set the, set the sheet on fire. Assistant solicitor Alan Fretwell said that investigators found Patton's badly charred body after the fire was put out. Askew left the motel in Patton's SUV. He stole her SUV and went to a grocery store on Woodruff Road to get something to eat. Eskew also went to Patton's house to look for money, but noticed her family was there. He then headed to Atlanta and was found in Banks County, Georgia, driving her SUV in an erratic manner. He had issues. Eskew admitted to becoming extremely angry with Patton while in her room. She was a 103-pound ball of energy, acceptance, dependability, love, comfort, worry, humor, and consistency, said her sister Mandy Evans in a prepared statement that she read to the court. Yeah, right. Yeah, acceptance, that's a key word. Crazy. 
2013 September. I got. <laughs> I want to try to get through some of these. White man found shot in a burning SUV in Orangeburg County, South Carolina. Murder. Richard Michael Mike Carter, age 61, shot to death and burned inside an SUV by two brothers, ages 23 and 25. Mr. Carter went to collect rental income and never returned home. Two brothers were the renters and captured and arrested for his death, according to findagrave.com and WISTV, September 2013. Bond denied for man accused in killing area businessman. Harrison Bell, apparently a prosecutor, said the incident may have started out as a robbery, but it wound up with murder. And uh, one of the boys got off. Here's an update from September 2015, according to the Times and Democrat. Brothers, one guilty, one not. Eldest Glover, sentenced to life in prison. The younger, Jason Glover, was found not guilty, even though he admitted to helping take the body after the older brother, Leroy Glover Jr., allegedly admitted to shooting the white man who was, with, who was the landlord. Asked why he helped, he said, that's my brother, I love him. Jason also said he poured gasoline on the car and almost caught on fire himself. In a prior interview, Jason claimed that he acted alone, but later testified that nearly everything he said in that videotaped interview was fabricated by his brother. He did it to his brother for his brother to protect him. While in jail, Jason was charged with two counts of throwing bodily fluids on a state corrections officer or local law enforcement officer. Doesn't that make him an... Anyways, doesn't this stuff make him an accomplice? Why is he not... You know, no justice, right? 2013, February, home robbery and murder, Omaha, Nebraska. Raymond Elizabeth Vashultz, ages... Raymond and Elizabeth Vashultz, ages 83 and 76, they were a couple. They were burned by Terrence Hale, age 30, whom they previously paid to shovel snow. He said, your house is on fire, give me money, and then attacked the wife. The wife survived and pointed at him on the, pointed at him on the scene, but he claimed, I didn't do it, I was trying to save you, according to um, KETV 2013. Terrence Hale was sentenced to life in prison in the 83-year-old man's the husband is death, according to Omaha World Herald 2014. Vashultz and his wife, Betty, were getting ready to go out for the day when, according to prosecutors, Hale broke into their home to rob them. Prosecutors described the beating and arson death of Vashultz, age 83, as brutal. Yeah. And I have many more cases. I don't have any more, but I will spare you them today. But that's a little bit of... White history in America. And uh, you didn't hear about most of these. You may have heard of Jessica Chambers, but that's about it, unless you were local to one of these areas. The media is like, no, that's racist to focus on that. Um, Edward, Edward Grieg says, I suggest anyone who presents a diamond at least get a random chance of being red. <laughs> Smiley face with a ninja guinea. Thank you, Edward Grieg. I will read more of your super chats and stuff, but let me get to some calls. And then uh, I may give you a little bit more of the present day news stuff going on. But, um, you know, they're attacking all the white stuff. All the freedom of speech, all the history. Um, including even the Washington Redskins. What a disgrace. But anyways, let me get to Michelle out of South Dakota. That's Mount Rushmore territory. Michelle, yeah. thank you. Michelle, thank you for holding. What's up? 
Hi, how are you? Doing fine. How are you? Well, I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah. We're a Mount Rushmore country out here. Nice. Did you get to hap- did you happen to be able to go over to that Fourth of July incident, the Fourth of July no. celebration on the third of I July? Tried. I put my money, you know, you paid a dollar to get into the lottery and then they, you know, did the lottery and I did not get in, but I okay. did try. I nice. was hoping to. And we have family out there, so we could have stayed with somebody and it would have been great. I would have loved to have seen it. They haven't shot fireworks at Mount Rushmore for years. Yeah, it was more than a decade. <laughs> yeah. With the so last time they shot fireworks. Yeah, well there's fire fire right. hazards, I get that. And they tried to um they put out a lot of articles and news segments about, oh, the fire danger, the fire danger. I know. Christy, our governor, Christy Nome's like, mm-mm, not <laughs> happening. We're yep. going through. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I'm glad like that they did that. You know, t- I like that Trump takes these risks and and ho- puts on these rallies because it's time to get back to it. we got to start working again and opening up businesses again. And... um also, like they're gonna take the precautions to protect the surrounding area. Are you kidding me? You're gonna—they're yeah, really well, gonna let this stuff into. Uh, yeah, National Guard. Yeah, yeah they're there and they're ready. They know what they're doing, and there was no social distancing. She made it clear: we will not be social distancing at this event. Nice. We're gonna let you come if you don't feel safe. She keeps saying, "I trust the people of South Dakota to do what's right for themselves. If yeah. they don't feel safe, they don't come. So, or if you don't feel sad. well, also if you don't feel well, don't come." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is something we've been taught since we were exactly. You know, yeah, common sense. Little, yeah. Just don't go to school if you're sick. Don't go to church if you're sick. Stay right. home. Get better. Yep. Don't yeah, get other people sick. What I was calling about was the South Dakota, the Mount Rushmore, and how the Indians are saying and others are saying, you know, this is on stolen land, this was our land. What I'm wondering is how far are they going to take it when the smaller towns around there, Keystone, Custer, uh, Deadwood, Lead, all these towns have homeowners and businesses that are built on sacred land. Are you, you know, quote-unquote sacred land. Yeah. Are you going to take that away from them next? Yeah, they're they're returning one wrong for... They're doing one wrong, they're trying to push to do, to wrong Americans for, in retaliation really, for a supposed wrong that may have happened, it may not have happened. And it's such a, they're, these people, and they're calling it white supremacy. This is a mark of white supremacy, a symbol of white supremacy. Um, It's so ridiculous. I'm glad that President Trump in his speech called it sacred. Their uh, monument to those great men who were whose faces are carved in the mountain behind him. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. And then you know there is another monument, an even bigger monument, a crazy horse, one of the Indians that um, they honored. Yeah, it's even bigger than Mount Rushmore. It's there. Do we ever hear about that? Do the Indians ever say, "Well, look at what we have. Come see what we have. We're honoring." Um. You know, one of the, I don't know if he was a chief, but he played a big role in... Yeah, I know that name. I can't can't remember who he was, what he he did. But, yeah. I'm not 100% sure either, but it's a huge monument. Nobody ever talks about that, and that's what I think, too, is instead of taking down the statues, let's put up other statues, you know, more statues to honor other people 
throughout history. If they're honorable, yeah. If they're honorable men and women, yeah. Absolutely. Not take it down. And that's the part where I said, okay, how far is this going to go? You're coming after the homeowners next? Well, you're on sacred land. That's now my house. Yep. It's crazy. Now my business. They're yeah. evil. And how would they even do that? How would you even and you know you know, what? blow it up? You know what? We took it over. You're, you're, <laughs> anyways, they're, they're just pushing and abusing because the whites are caving and bowing. Too many of them are. It's so ridiculous. You give yeah, them, well, an, you can't you know, give them an inch. The governor sent out a text or a tweet. Yeah. And she said, she said, uh, not on my watch. Nothing's That's happening good. to Mount Rushmore on, uh, on my watch. Yeah, she's, she's done a, um, you know, I've been impressed, her being a, a, a woman and a yeah. leader of, of South Dakota. She has, you know, made some choices through the whole COVID pandemic, you know, not to shut us down, not to force us to wear masks, you know, put it in the hands of the people. With, yeah. with God, the people rule is our motto, and she's, she's really shown that she's, She's following along with that. I've been impressed. That's nice to hear. That's cool. Yeah. yeah um, people um, like her. People were saying, oh, she should be president. I'm like, no, come on. No, we need men. No, <laughs> no. No, we don't need to go that far. Right. <laughs> Please. No, maybe vice president I could see people, other people jumping <laughs> on board, but uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. It, we we fine, have enough. Right where she is. Yeah, we have we have way too much of this kissing up to women and kissing up to the the minority, so-called minorities. Right, they, most of these people, if they're decent, they don't consider themselves minorities. But exactly. Well, when Jesse crazy. said, "Do they hand you the baby and say, here's your minority baby?'" Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't say that. Here's your baby. Here's here's for you so yeah and i was happy to hear that president trump is erecting more monuments like what you said in the like a presidential garden or american garden of heroes or something like that and they're gonna have more people more uh monuments to great leaders so that's cool right on to him yeah that that. is that's what i see i said why take it down why erase that that's important to our history trump builds keep going trump builds and trump haters destroy destroy that's yep. what it's ha- they're destroying it's it's sad but you know the sacred land thing it's like okay yeah once yeah once you were you know hunting buffalo and and doing your powwows and but not anymore and let's honor what you did you know crazy crazy horse it's it's an amazing monument it's so beautiful nice. let's honor that let's talk about that more yeah yeah, they need they need to bring field. back honor for the Indians too because yes. these Indians they're activists, they're anti-white, anti-American activists, like communists basically. These people that are the most outspoken about taking down this stuff, the normal ones, I mean, we need to, to bring back decency among them because they ha- they have major issues with like dependency and alcoholism and Drug, suicide all kinds of stuff abuse, the, the reservation yeah. yeah it's scary they were saying um it wasn't it's not official but you know people in south dakota on the reservations they know what's going on with the the drug cartels and getting the children wrapped the indian children wrapped up in that and you know it's just not good for them yeah. and, you know when you when we have our voting and it comes around, if you look at the map, they show the counties with their red and blue. Reservations mm-hmm. are always blue. Yep. They always vote. It's like, guys, do you not see nothing is changing for you? Yeah. You know, um, Jesse Lee Peterson interviewed 
a man named Begay was his last name. And he was an Indian guy. Ah, oh, man. It's hard to find it because Jesse's stuff is so suppressed in searches. Maybe if I go to right to his channel and search it. Carlisle, I think, was his name, Begay. But he, I, he either turned Republican or... or something. Um, and it was, it was a nice interview. Because, oh, where is it? I don't see it. Crazy. Maybe we got taken down. Um... <laughs> By YouTube or somebody, surprising. I don't know. Yeah, not surprising. But, um, yeah, we, maybe we should have, you know, um, there's a man who, I don't know if he knows a lot of Indians over in Kansas, Wichita, somewhere. But, uh, yeah, it's an issue. It's a crazy issue. But they don't want to deal oh, with yeah. their own problems. They want to point their finger at yeah, the white and man. Blame. Yep. Yep, and just blame. And instead, of, let's focus on what we can do. Let's just blame everybody else for what we don't have or what we need. You know, just, right. You know that Juneteenth? Yes. When they were trying to recognize South Dakota voted that down. I don't know That's how good. that. I, don't, I was shocked. I think what it had to do with the language, they tried to call it an independence. And the people that were allowed to vote said, well, we already have an Independence Day. Right. So we're going to vote that down and not acknowledge that, recognize Good. that as a, yeah, I was, I was shocked when I read that. I said, what? <laughs> they voted? They didn't vote to recognize it? This is, oh, wow. That's but good. But they want to change the language. So eventually it's going to come, right? I mean, maybe. I don't think that they should. I don't think they should cave to that. I don't think so either. Because it's, it's appeasement. It's kissing up to this black separatism, really, is what it is. It is. It is. And... You know, you see a lot of people that are supportive of it, but when that when the a, article came out that they had voted against recognizing it, I thought, whoa. And the, Hawaii did, too. Hawaii voted against it. Wow. There were a couple other states. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. Hawaii? <laughs> They're so liberal over right. there. What? <laughs> Interesting. But, uh, I yeah, appreciate it, right. Michelle. Good to hear yeah, from you. Great. Yeah, congratulations on the two hours. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Take care. All right, take care. All Bye. right. You know, speaking of kissing up to the victims, COVID, this is a drudge headline, COVID cuts a lethal path through San Quentin's death row. And San Quentin is a prison up in NorCal, right? Near, north of San Francisco. State prison in California, right? Kaiser, this is a story from Kaiser Health News. Did you know? I didn't even know this. Maybe I should have known this. Executions have been on hold in California because we are a death penalty state, but we're not executing them. We're not we're not enacting the law Stalled by a series of legal challenges. What? Probably by the ACLU and other scum-of-the-earth people who Who fight in support of criminals and fight in support of killing the innocent babies, right? And in support of uh, illegal aliens, right? California California's death row of San Quentin State Prison north of San Francisco has 670 residents. Serial killers, child murderers, men who killed for money or drugs, and drugs, or shot their victims as part of their gangster lives. Some have been in there for decades, growing old behind bars. One is age 90. More than 100 of them are 65 years old or older. And I guess they're catching the COVID and dying off now. Interesting. 
If uh, the state of California re refuses to enact justice, maybe God will. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a crazy story. It's so ridiculous. Um, Arizona lineman says, Al Sharpton and Bill de Blasio paints Black Lives Matter and Trump Tower today. What? Are you serious? According to Arizona lineman, it sounds like Al Sharpton and Bill de Blasio are pulling shenanigans outside of Trump Tower painting Black Lives Matter on the street. Is that true? Look it up, guys. Let me know. Press one if it's true. Press two if it's not. Press three if you haven't really heard. <laughs> um, crazy. JRuss89 says, is this face? I don't know what he's saying. Yeah, it's true, says Nick. Uh, T Farm 88 says, You burn the coal, you pay the toll. Oh, that's a reference to interracial dating, I just figured out. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, this woman, Jessica Chambers, you know, I don't think she had a good family life growing up. And she was getting involved with guys that were not, you know, one of her boyfriends got shot and killed recently. You know, she's dead now, but now, too, is one of his, uh, boyfriends. Trump called the Black Lives Matter painting on the street a symbol of hate, and, it, and so it is. It is a symbol of hate. It's crazy. Mikey D says, blank, blank in the gravy. And he didn't even say the bad word for it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what he says. He's referencing what the caller said. I had to hang up on that caller because it was like... To me, that's too disgusting. And plus, actually, we should have kept him on hold and uh, satellite tracked him <laughs> and called it a crime because that's a crime to do that. Of course, he's lying. He's bluffing. Kevin Crater says, congrats on the second hour, goy. That means, <laughs> that means white man. Marcus Jones loves you. Oh, thank you, Marcus Jones, for loving me. At least somebody does, because it doesn't sound like uh, his friend Joe from Phoenix loves me. <laughs> Called me a punk B-word. <laughs> uh, Willie Palomino says, a sparkling diamond. Thank you. Appreciate it. PB! Peanut butter. <laughs> All this talk of gravy is making me hungry, says Christy. Well, yeah, you should be hungry. Just don't go to that collars thing wearing a MAGA hat because that is grounds for um, serving feces to uh, decent Americans who love America. If you, if you hate Trump, you hate America. And that's a fact, Jack. You know, the L.A. mayor is trying to warning of a possible new stay-at-home order. Isn't that so ridiculous? Um, what's his name? Eric Garcetti. What a disgrace. He is a worse mayor, seemingly, than even that Hispanic guy, Antonio Villaraigosa, who used to go by Villar, <laughs> his last name. But then he got married and combined his name with his wife's name and became Villaraigosa, because Raigosa was his wife's name, I guess. Antonio Villaraigosa. To sound more Hispanic, right? And so he became the, the mayor of Los Angeles. And yet, even he was not as bad, seemingly, 
or maybe he was, whatever. They're the, they're all evil. But um, Garcetti has been in in office since 2013, right? Or so. That's six, seven years. And in those years, I've been coming to Bond. I've been working here at Bond. And I've seen the homelessness coming more and more and more since uh, he's been in office. Interesting. You know, it's also during the, you know, the second half of the Obama administration, homelessness was rising. All up and down the West Coast, honestly, homelessness rising, including uh, Washington State and Oregon, and all up and down the coast of California. San Francisco, um, they're even allowed in Santa Monica now, I think, right? I, I don't know if they ever weren't. Maybe when sane people ran the, the country a little bit more. And uh, San Diego, right? I think. But it's crazy. Homelessness spiking like crazy. And then he pretends that he's caring about public health. Please. LAPD officers, I told you guys about this in Hake News, were treated last year, May of 2019, it was reported, for typhoid fever and typhus-like symptoms. And those are two different diseases. Typhus and typhoid fever. Two different conditions. And this man does not know what he's doing. And then he postures like Trump is playing politics with the homelessness crisis. Please. It's not. It's crazy. And, you know, these Democrats want to keep the country closed. They do not want... <laughs> they do not want the country reopened. Trump wants people going back to school. Although, we got to solve the problem with these schools. People getting brainwashed at schools, on social media, and they grow up to be little demons who fight back against the semi-sane boomers and Gen X and Gen Y. <laughs> the people that, uh, don't, that don't, don't, go, don't go along with the madness. The president tweeted, in Germany, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, and many other countries, schools are open with no problems. Interesting. The Democrats think it would be bad for them politically if school, U.S. schools open before the November election. But it is important for the children and families may cut off funding, government funding, of these schools if they're not open. And of course, you know, NBC and AP and all these places... I think AP says, oh, the federal government only, only the funding, the school funding is only, is only, uh, only 10% of the school's budget on the whole is from federal funding. You know, that, they play, they play it down when they want to play it down. Reminds me of, uh, Planned Parenthood. Government funded. Well, more of, more funding is by, like, other, other means. But no funding should be federally funded for, uh, Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is even going to schools and teaching so-called sex ed. It's crazy. We're opening the treasure chest. And the president also tweeted, I disagree with the CDC govern government or agency, Centers for Disease Control, on their very tough and expensive guidelines for opening schools. Never trust a doctor in terms of giving you some practical advice, unless they're a sports doctor, I guess. Because they'll have you be overcautious. Err on the side of caution. It's crazy. 
You don't give doctors control over the country. <laughs> they do not give good advice in terms of um, in terms of protecting the country, protecting the economy, and all that stuff. They have very tough and expensive guidelines for opening schools. While we want them open, they're asking schools to do very impractical things. I will be meeting with them. So right on to President Trump, wanting to open up the schools. I've heard there's stories that they, these universities are charging full price for uh, full tuition to take classes online, even though you're not in a place where that they have to pay rent or, you know, pay their property taxes and all that mess. Crazy. Anyways, let me... Let me get to Kenny out of Idaho. He wants to talk about this coronavirus madness. Kenny, how are you doing? Yes. Hey. Good. Everything is good. Right on. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard anything in the news or on shows like yours about the uh, the wearing of masks. Block. It doesn't spread the good germs. You know, there's good germs <laughs> and bad germs, right? I've heard that there's good bacteria, anyways. So yeah, I if there's if there's somebody who's got the antibodies in their system, they can benefit. I'm sure to sure they can benefit. Really? People by being exposed to not only the new strain, because those bugs are always morphing. They're, they're metamorphosized. They're turning into... They're, they're able to alter their genes by breeding with similar bugs. Wow. But none of the scientists seem to be uh, letting that information out of the bag, even though it, that's common knowledge that herd, herd, herd immunity, immunity comes from sneezing on one another. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, but that's... I don't know, that, man. That's weird. Creatures we're, met, we're designed to do... To, uh, I've never... That first of all, guys, I've never heard this, so do your own research. <laughs> Do your research. I don't think because I'm not. Gonna have anything I'm neither endorsing before. nor. Well, I, I don't know. Disavow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I appreciate I really, the input, I really Kenny. I'd never heard that, that before. But uh, well, I I don't know why it's never heard. No one's ever heard that. But but you know, you're you're right. Fresh air is better for you than uh, enclosed air. This is to protect right. you from well, like crazy dust and like I don't know. You know, the Asians do it, and maybe it does help. I think the masks help when they're when it is really going out of control. But, you know, this thing is not going away. It has spread like wildfire, like these things are supposed to, honestly. And maybe it was manipulated, maybe it wasn't, maybe it's completely natural, or maybe it's uh, been tampered with, like in the, in the Chinese labs, I don't know. But um, it's out there, and it does, you know, some different odd damage. So be careful you don't want it. But if no, you No, uh, I think I already got it in 2018. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't I know if it was exposed. around back then. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, but lying. appreciate it, Kenny. Because, huh? I got to run. Sorry. Take care, man. Yeah, run, run along now, young man. <laughs> uh, thank you. Keep up the good work. Happy White History Month to you, by the way. All right. Awesome. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, Kenny. So guys, if you didn't catch the Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube premiere, it is up, and you can also listen to it. Um, tomorrow's Friday already. And uh, appreciate you guys joining. That's another show. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JLPTalk.com, which is the same thing as JessieLeePeterson.com slash show. 
for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff, all right? And if you go up in the areas, you'll see the Fallen State and uh, Bond, which is where you can find the church stuff. All right, take care, guys.